This is On Call, a podcast by Code Blue. Health is a human right. Hello everyone, I'm Kanmani Batumalai from Code Blue. These are the headlines for the day. Health Minister Kairi Jamaluddin commits to publish an independent committee's report on the 2016 fire disaster at Sultana Hamina Hospital in Johor Bahru. He says he has requested the Ministry of Health to give him a full briefing on the findings by an independent inquiry into the fire that killed six patients. The Ministry of Health denied the parents of the fire victims to access their children's post-mortem reports and medical records. The parents of Loki Swaran Krishnasamy, Chulin Fong and Kaliyama Muniandi filed lawsuits in September 2020 at the High Court in Johor Bahru, accusing the government of negligence that led to the disaster at the public hospital. The plaintiffs requested in their lawsuits for their deceased children's medical records, medical examination reports and post-mortem reports. They also asked for the investigation report by the Fire and Rescue Department, the police and the independent inquiry headed by former Court of Appeal Judge Muhammad Hishamuddin Yunus. The plaintiffs accused the HSA director, the Johor State Health Director, the Health Director General and the federal government of 25 acts of negligence, breaches of laws and regulations and of creating an unsafe and dangerous situation that led to the deaths of their children. However, HSA Director Dr. Mohta Pungut refused to furnish the medical records and post-mortem reports on the plaintiff's children, besides withholding the names of the hospital staff and MOH officials requested. This was a precautionary step to maintain the secrecy of information of officers and staff, as well as patients, and to avoid the misuse of documents and information of officers and staff, as well as patients, by irresponsible quarters, Dr. Mohtar mentioned in an affidavit. The victim's parents said in their statements of claim that they could not be blamed for any delay in filing suit as they accused the defendants of acting illegally by withholding all the information about the fire. The intention was to prevent the plaintiffs from making a claim for damages as a result of the defendants' negligence, according to the victim's parents. The Malaysian government signs an agreement with Merck, Sharp and Dome to procure 150,000 causes of an oral antiviral medicine to treat COVID-19, an interim analysis of a phase 3 trial among unvaccinated adults with mild to moderate COVID-19 reveals that molnipiravir pills reduce the risk of hospitalization from COVID by 50%. Kairi Jamaluddin explains the molnipiravir pill will be used to treat serious breakthrough infections among vaccinated people. Molnipiravir will be provided for free of charge in public healthcare facilities, says Kairi. He did not reveal the price of the pills. The antiviral drug costs US$700 per five-day cause in America. The molnipiravir medicine cannot prevent infection. It's only beneficial for those who are already infected. The global clinical study on molnipiravir also found that no deaths were reported in COVID-19 patients who received the medicine compared to eight deaths in those who took a placebo. Malaysia is committed to becoming an advanced economy by strengthening knowledge-based development and innovation capability in all sectors. Science Outlook, a flagship study of the Academy of Sciences Malaysia, provides insights into Malaysia's science, technology and innovation landscape. 
the findings and recommendations in its biennial report are highly regarded at national and international levels, informing policymakers on strategic alignments of STI policy frameworks and the nation's socio-economic priorities. Science, Technology and Innovation Minister Dr. Adham Baba says Malaysia must adopt a whole-of-government approach towards developing collaborative strategies for knowledge-intensive, innovation-led outcomes to build a harmonious, prosperous, progressive and sustainable Malaysia. Malaysia's economic developments has undoubtedly been accelerated by the nation's growing STI proficiency. Hence, the National Policy on Science, Technology and Innovation and the Strategic Framework of 10 to 10 Malaysia Science, Technology and Innovation Economy will strategically position Malaysia to harness STI for new wealth creation and ensuring societal well-being while meeting our sustainable development agenda. The government will not compel but highly recommends COVID-19 booster vaccines for eligible groups like high-risk individuals, Kairi Jamaluddin says today. The health minister says third doses will be offered to the elderly, people with underlying health conditions, frontline health workers and individuals with weak immune systems. He confirms that the fully vaccinated MySajatra status of people who completed double doses will not change even if they do not receive a booster shot. Kairi Jamaluddin also emphasizes personal responsibility when traveling interstate as it's impossible to mount roadblocks to check for unvaccinated travelers. The government is expected to permit interstate travel soon once 90% of adults in Malaysia are fully vaccinated. So far, 88.8% of adult residents have completed coronavirus inoculation. Kyrie projected that all states except Sabah will hit 80% complete vaccination of their adult populations by the end of October.